Division, Richmond Parkway, across from Eugene Hyman, came out 605 and 35. to the Fort Bend County Training Division Podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Corey Williams. I'm here today with Garrett coming from the Goldfish Swim Club. He's part of the Fort Bend County uh, Drowning Prevention Coalition. Garrett, thank you for being here with us. Pleasure to be here with you, Corey. Awesome, awesome. So we're going to get right into it. Can you tell me a little bit about the Goldfish Swim Club? What are you guys, what are you guys about? Yeah, so Goldfish Swim School of Katy. Uh, and other goldfishes around the country are a swim school for children ages four months to 12 years of age where we're teaching children how to be safe in and around the water um, and also to have fun doing it while they're doing it so while we're worrying about all of the serious stuff that goes on the children are just worried about having fun and uh, that's what we we utilize a curriculum based on science, which we refer to as the science of swim play, yeah. in order to prevent drownings uh, and teach kids, again, how to be safe in and around the water. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you not calling me out on, on calling it Swim Club for like three times. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I'll get yeah. you next time, yeah. Corey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, man, that's, that's good. Um, so... Tell me what got you guys into the coalition. Why is it so important everyone needs to know about drowning prevention and getting their kids into some type of swim program? Yeah, so the importance, of course, is is, is what you kind of alluded to, is, is drowning and in the prevention of it. The ages, kids ages one through four, and the leading cause of accidental death for them is drowning. Yeah. And, and we're starting to see that here this summer already and, and last summer and, and with the pandemic that's yeah. been going on, we know that those numbers are increasing. Yeah. So it's important for Goldfish Swim School of Katy and other swim clubs and, and swim teams and people who are worried about the safety and the drowning numbers to, to lead that, that pathway yeah. for people to understand that it's important to have that conversation, start that conversation now, start yeah. it this summer, and to get your kids into swimming lessons because that's how you ultimately prevent drownings. Well, so you, you talk about getting your kids in early and, and, and the ages one to four and how that's the leading cause of accidental death. How how soon, me being a parent, said, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm getting my kids into swimming. How soon could I get them into your, your school here? Yeah, so... Um, I say we teach from four months uh, to 12 years of age, uh, but you can get them in as early as three months. Wow. We, we offer a mini prep program um, that actually starts well before you ever even enter um, into any kind of mini class with us. Okay. It's essentially an introduction class that you can bring your child to where we teach the very basics. Um, what we tend to see is for the first six months, you see infants, especially those that are that are fairly young uh, they lose that ability to close their eyes and close their mouth uh, yeah. after about six months they're, they're used to it once they're you know in the womb but we reteach that and, and 
transition them back to uh, conditioning their own child. Yeah. Uh, so that is with, with mom or dad in the water. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be able to hold your infant for too long or, or six of them at that. <laughs> But uh, we teach them to recondition their children and, and basic safety skills. And that's kind of where we start. But it's also important to, to think about building that comfort yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and introducing them to the water early so that they know the dangers of it and they know uh, what, what it feels like and, and what, it can, what it can ultimately become if we don't treat it with respect. Absolutely. And, and what I'm hearing is, and, and we've done a few of these, um, you guys teach to a family-centered style sounds like right you have the parents involved that's that's good because like you said it it makes me as a parent know that my kid um is learning the right way and i'm learning um the same lessons it's not so much you know baseball or basketball drop your kid off yep i'll pick you up after practice that's that's not how it works right right yeah so well they say you know Football and, and basketball can teach agility and can teach teamwork, and, and those are great things. Mm-hmm. We, we, we want those things for all of our kids. Um, but learning how to swim and, and taking swimming lessons is your extracurricular activity that can save your life. Yeah. And I'm not sure many other extracurricular activities can do that for you. That is, that, I didn't even think about that. Yep. That is a true statement. Um, so, <clears throat> so you said... Uh, you have the, the pre-course you can take at three months. Um, and then, of course, you start at the infant age from four to four months to a year. Is that that, that age range? Yeah, or? so four months to 12 years of age is, is the entirety of the program. Uh, during our mini classes, yep. which is with our infants, yep. that's the, those are the youngest ones that we, that we begin teaching. That's with mom or dad in the water with them. Okay. Um, those are ages four months to three years old. Four to th- four months mm-hmm. to three, and then the from three to twelve, or three to three to twelve. Yeah, so from okay. three to twelve, that's when we start uh, we start moving parents out of the water. So that's when we want the independence. We feel that it's it, it's at the age where they can start to take verbal commands, that they can start to listen, that they can start to <clears throat> socialize with other children. Um, which is why we run group lessons yeah, yeah. Um, with other children. It's because we see that children tend to mimic each other. Um, they tend to want to compete against each other. So no. we, we certainly want it to be nice and easy, but we do yeah, like yeah. a little, little competition uh, during the lessons. It, it, it makes for people pushing themselves to be better. And, and we know that from, from just generalized sports in, in general. So Yeah, and, and as you're saying that, you think about these group lessons and kids being kids, you learn how to be safe around other kids. Everyone's learning the safety aspect of it, right? Then like you said you said respect of the water, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, uh, you know, fun's fun, but you want to be able to uh, survive in the water and and ha- enjoy that. So that's that's all good stuff, you know. You think about it. I remember when I was a kid, yeah, push push a kid to to the to the <laughs> water, you know, running around. They say don't run, and you kind of do the speed walk thing. Um, <laughs> I remember those days of being a lifeguard too, yeah, Corey. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember calling out the little ones and just seeing myself in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do the speed wall thing. And then, you know, but then, uh, like I, I don't recall, I, I probably asked my mom later, I don't recall going to swim lessons, but I learned how to swim and the structure is probably better going to a school, I would assume, right? <laughs> uh, the, the trial by fire thing, <laughs> you know. Um, right. 
Yeah, I, I would say it's it's definitely a much more structured. So I can remember back to when I took swimming lessons and it was, I think there was maybe 20, 25 of us for maybe one instructor. Yeah. Um, and, and it was kind of just the girl that they'd hire at the country club for the summer. <laughs> and she would kind of run her lessons. I'm not sure they had much to much to do with, with what she taught and how she taught, but yeah. she, she, she'd have a sign up sheet out there and you make yeah. your way over to get dropped off at the country club for an hour. So, <laughs> uh, but yes, you're right. Uh, being at a school now is there's a lot more structure. Uh, the way that our curriculum works is we, we use a VCB or a visual curriculum book that okay. stands next to each one of our instructors. Our instructors go through a 40 hour training program in which they're learning from other people who have done it before them yeah. um, of how to teach and how to teach parents and then and kids that are you know of the age to be able to go by themselves um, with with within that uh, within that structure there's a lot uh, of visual a lot of auditory a lot of kinesthetic yeah so we make sure we hit all the points for for each and every kid to make sure that each kid learns in their own way and yeah. so we want to make sure we we hit those points yeah so as you said that you um you mentioned the 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 club where you just drop your kid off like twenty to one. What is uh, y'all's typical ratio? Yeah, so we have a four to one student to teacher ratio for the majority of our classes. There yeah. are some certain classes that are different uh, for our for our mom or dad and me classes. Uh, that's a six to one student teacher ratio, uh, but for the majority, it's going to be a four to one student teacher ratio. Wow, wow. Yeah, you said like the mom and dad. I mean, of course, it's bigger because you got the parents in there, right? So Correct. That bigger make, lane, more people. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, as you're talking about. Uh, educating our parents and and having them involved in this whole family-centered learning type style that you guys do um prevention you know what what do you guys teach as far as that what, what, what do we need to know yeah so they say that 61 percent of children can't perform basic safety skills basic swim safety skills yeah. so the first thing that we usually want to instill to them um is should they ever fall in where do we go where okay. do we turn back to um, and typically, when a child falls into the water, they go to where they can see first. Typically, that's the farthest wall away from them. We fall in, our mm. eyes are looking forward, we see the other side of the pool. Mm. What we teach in Goldfish is for the child, when they fall in initially, is to turn back around and come to the wall that they had just fallen off of. Okay. So that's what we want to instill. And then not only do we want them to come back to the wall, but we want them to be able to hold on to the wall. So we do what we call crab walking. Okay. Uh, whereas children are holding on to the wall, we're building that strength, the grip for the length of time which they can hold on to the side of the pool. Yeah, yeah. Longer, better, stronger, so that they can stay on that side of the wall. Ladders aren't everywhere around the yeah, pool, Corey. Yeah, yeah. We know that. Yeah. Uh, and so sometimes we can't make it to that ladder. And so we want them to hold on to the pool beyond being able to kind of walk that line, walk that side edge of the pool. Yeah. We want them to be able to try to climb over that wall. Okay. And so we use a technique. It's called fin-fin belly flipper. Fin-fin belly flipper. Now, okay. now, if you think real close about that... <laughs> That's going to be your elbow, elbow, tummy, knee. So that's when you put both elbows up on the wall, uh -huh. you push yourself up, and then you put your knee up. And that's your climbing over the okay. wall. And so those are a couple things that we like to make sure that we instill in children early on. Um, I know uh, 
I'm sure your listeners are thinking, whoa, is he going to start talking about floating here soon? Yep. <laughs> yep. Of course, we want to make sure we, 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 we teach floating. Um, that's a part of almost every single class that we have here uh, at Goldfish Swim School of Katy is how to float. Obviously, if we can't make it back to the wall, we're in the middle of the pool. Yep. We want to be able to safely roll over onto our back, take that breath, relax, calm down, reassess, and try to make it over to where we need to go in order to get out of the pool. So the the fin fin belly fin 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 belly flipper flipper there you go got it got (laughs) it Um, how old do they like I said they're they're going from from four months to three years and three years to twelve is that usually the three year olds and up that you that starts right at four months. Yep, that yeah. starts right when the parents get into the water with their child. Mom and dad are practicing with that on the side of the wall. Wow. So while uh, while it may seem that they're four or five months, doesn't maybe have the strength yet to do mm-hmm. that. That's also why we use a lot of repetition in classes. Yeah. Repetition is the father of learning, right? That's right. So we want to make sure that we're doing the same thing because what we're doing is we're building muscle memory. Yeah. And so as we go week to week, we encourage each one of our moms and dads that are in the water with their infants to continue pushing that child to make sure that they're taking that next step. So if we got an elbow up the first week, let's get two elbows up the second week. Okay. If we get two elbows up, let's get up to our tummy. Let's try to see if we can start pushing on that. And then maybe, you know, four, five, six weeks in, we can see them start to put that knee up. And as long as we kind of use those verbal cues, that muscle memory, they're going to know what we're asking them to do. That's awesome. So I like that. I, you know, um, I have a, he'll be two in August. Um, and we're looking at getting him into something. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, the that's all the better. Corey. Yeah. yeah the that's, all, the better. that's all great. My, uh, I have two older ones that we went through and I don't remember. I think back my oldest will be 16 here soon and her and her 13 year old brother. I don't remember them teaching that at their swim lessons. They did swim lessons, and I'm mm-hmm. like, as we're doing these recordings, I'm like, man, they would ask for a <laughs> refund. I don't know. Thinking yeah, back. Yeah, thinking yeah. back, huh? Yeah, they could swim now, but it's like, yeah, you probably could be better. <laughs> 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 old things popping up, old yeah. things, old yeah. memories. Yeah. So <clears throat> do you guys also teach as far as, hey, I have um, – we're getting getting an in-ground pool or I'm looking at putting an above-ground pool in or we're going to the backyard barbecue. How can we prevent? What are some some steps parents can take and and homeowners can take as far as preventing before we even get into the water? Because I haven't done some lessons yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a few things that that, that we could bring to light. Uh, First and foremost, like I said at the beginning, have the conversation with your children. Mm -hmm. Each and every time it starts to get hot and we know it's getting hot out there. have the conversation the do's and don'ts so we want to make sure that we we're not running around the pool right that we never get into the water without an adult that we that we take swimming lessons in order to kind of learn how to master that water Um, if you see something say something go grab somebody throw before you go so if there's a life jacket if there's something that you can throw to that person we want them to do that Beyond that, for your typical homeowner, a couple, couple tips and advices, make sure everything's locked. Make sure your gates okay. are closed. Make sure if you have a pool that you, you, you gated it off and that, that you have a sturdy lock on there, that nothing's getting through there. Okay. Second, uh, second of all, make sure you take your toys out of your pool. I see a lot of times when I'm over at a friend's house or I'm over at a family's house and they're floaties and yeah. they're, they're pool noodles yeah. and, and their water guns are floating. 
in the back of their pool. Take those out of the pool. When you're done using your pool, put those in a safe spot, put those up. What we tend to see is children are very curious. Yep. They want to know what's going on. They want to yep. play with things. Yep. It takes one small little little toy water gun to be in the, a little bit further off the edge of the pool mm-hmm. for somebody to reach. And then we have a situation on our hands. Yep. So those are a couple things that, that homeowners should, should be taking an eye out this summer. Make sure that you're kind of keeping an eye on Sister, you mentioned the, the flowing thing. My wife calls them uh, attractive nuisance. So you get the, <laughs> you got the attractive nuisance in the middle of the pool. And that's that's where you get into trouble, right? Because like you said, these kids want to go, that's my water gun. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they don't think about don't think about the pool safety. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so what? I, as we were doing this, I was looking at stuff. Um, I looked at uh, uh, PFDs or personal flotation devices what mm-hmm. do, you, do you guys recommend um water wings or like my, my my kids went out with my mom the other day to the pool and she got one of those uh baby floaters the big floaty thing and my two-year-old's like yeah man this is cool but i can't splash like everyone else so <laughs> kind of like a, a puddle jumper yeah, huh? yeah 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 so yeah he's like eh. what are your thoughts on that before swim lessons you know what i mean like should are those good things i, I i've learned here just doing these these uh these talks that i might have been buying the wrong stuff yeah i wouldn't say uh i mean something's better than nothing but this okay. is this is from a goldfish swim school of katie standpoint we recommend that anything you use be coast guard certified Okay. So, so t- typical to what game warden asks you when they do water safety checks, they want to make sure that you got your life jacket. Yeah, sure you got it, but is it Coast Guard certified? Okay, that's the main thing. You want to make sure that it's it's up to standard, up to par. Second of all, if your child is is not proficient in the water yet, mm-hmm. hasn't had that chance to take swimming lessons, um, then yes, I do recommend you keep that on. Okay. During our swimming lessons, they will not have that on. And, and I'm, I'm sure that that uh, might be a different situation for most people, but they will not be having that on. And the reason is, is because they need to learn how to, to master the water without that. Because when we fall into the lake, when we fall into the pond here at the, the, the local swimming pool, yeah. um, we're not going to have those. Your instructor won't be there. Your goggles probably won't be on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and your life jacket's not going to be on. So that's, that's how we teach lessons. But but outside of goldfish, the recommendation is is that it's Coast Guard certified and use it unless you know for sure your child is proficient in swimming um, and has had swimming lessons in the past. I like that word, proficient. Um, yeah. So it's it, until you get your kids in swim lessons, because like you said, the accidents are going to happen when they're not prepared. Right. Exactly. You, you got that 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 toy in the water. And that's when it's going to happen. And you want to make sure that they have the confidence that, like you're talking about. You guys build up all the confidence so that they respect the water. And um, when they do attempt, because they're kids, things are going to happen that they have some skills, right? So that's all good stuff. Before we wrap up here, I, had, I got some things for you. Could you tell me, I am Joe Blow Parent, and I'm trying to find you guys. How do I find you? Yeah, so there's a, there's a couple different ways that you can find us. Um, so first and foremost, our website here is www.goldfishswimschool.com slash Katie. Um, so again, that's www.goldfishswimschool.com slash Katie. 
Um, you can certainly go on our website. There's a lot of good information about how to get into lessons, kind of some of the programs that we offer right now. We're offering summer summer style jumpstart clinics, which is a month's worth of progress compact down into a week. Okay. You can also uh, give us a shout. Our number here is 281-769-4144. Again, that number is 281-769-4144 or email us at swimkady at goldfishss.com. Those are a few ways that you can you can get a hold of us. Uh, we have social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. So I encourage you to go out, find us, send us a direct message, uh, comment on one of our posts. Somebody will reach out to you from the front desk. Make sure that you got the information that you're looking for. Um, and then if you want, click that follow, click that like button. We're always uh, engaging with our members um, online, making sure that we're doing stuff here at the school, not just swimming lessons, but, you know, having family night out where we can come yeah. and just enjoy the pool, <laughs> hang out. You can play with all of our toys. Uh, it's always a great perk that our members uh, receive is some of that free swim time. So uh, we're located um, on the corner of 1463 and 1093. Um, so it's actually a Richmond location, but we service most Katy, Richmond, and the Fulcher area. Um, and that address is 26440-FM-1093, and we're in Suite A-190. Um, so again, that's 26440-FM-1093. Awesome. And, the, and, and if uh, you didn't catch that, we're going to put all that in the description for the podcast. So that our folks can find you and they can get that education and, and, and have a good time in the summer, right, by the pool because it's hot in Texas, right? So um, that's all I got for you, Garrett. I mean, if you, if you had anything you wanted to close on, anything you want to say before we, we wrap this up? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll end on this. We're, we're seeing a lot of people building homes uh, here in Cyprus and in Richmond and the Katy area, and they're putting in pools, which yeah. is great. We love it. We want everybody to have fun. We want people to enjoy the water. Um, but if you're if you're building a pool, the conversation needs to start when you start signing a contract to build that pool uh, with your kids about what that looks like and then water safety and the do's and don'ts in and around the water and the respect that we got to treat the water with. And if you do that, we can all have fun uh, this summer, but I'm yep. sure there's going to be a lot of grilling out back, a lot of pools. Uh, just make sure that you're that you're safe and, and that you know what you're doing and that your kids are, are taking swimming lessons. That's awesome. Well, that's it for us. All right. Well, thanks so much for having us, Corey. We appreciate your time, and uh, we hope everybody's safe out there. Thank you for listening to the Fort Bend County EMS Training Division podcast. Fort Bend County EMS is providing this podcast as a public service and or for educational purposes, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of Fort Bend County EMS policy. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by Fort Bend County EMS. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Fort Bend County EMS employees are those of employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of Fort Bend County EMS or any of its staff. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our chief of EMS via his administrative assistant or email us at clinical.division.ems at fortbendcountytx.gov.